Hello, hello. It's another case of mixtape and identity, and my guest this week is Meta Kosult. Yes, thank you so much for joining me. This is episode 51, and my guest this week is comedian Meta Kosult. Meta is uh, Danish and based out of Iceland, so I was very excited to see the Danish and Icelandic influences in her playlist. Some absolutely gorgeous songs, uh, some artist names and, and, and uh, song names that I looked at and thought, I'm going to have to study how to pronounce these. Uh, I gave it a go. Uh, Meta was very kind as, as we went through it as well and, and, and helped me out a lot, which I appreciated. Um, if you're new to the show here, if this is your first time listening, just let you know that the playlist that we're going to be talking through is available on Spotify, so the link is in the description of the podcast. Um, we also have uh, a Spotify profile, Mixtape and Identity, if you want to look that up, um, and all the links that you need, um, everything would be on Instagram as well, at Mixtape and Identity. It's a very fun chat, very chilled vibe, I uh, hope you enjoy it. I'll be back at the end of the episode, but for now, we'll get into episode 51 of Mixtape and Identity with Medical Switch. How often do you actually listen to music at the moment? Uh, every single day. Every single day. I open. Uh, I use music to sort of close myself off from the world. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. So just anytime I'm working, or okay. in the morning, I'm beginning. To okay. Lately, I've been getting into a morning routine of just doing a bit of stretching with some mm-hmm. light piano music. Okay. Um, and then that kind of carries on through the day if, I, if I'm working. Okay, yeah. happy days. And are you going for albums typically, or playlists, or what's the what's the go to? Uh, right now, the vibe is more playlists. Okay. Because uh, I still need to figure out what to. In case, unless there's something that I really, really want to listen to right now. Yeah. I, I'm more more of a vibe. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get onto it, but it 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 felt to me like there were definitely a couple of album tracks. In your playlist, how, how would you define album. an album track? Um, well, like, uh, song six, twenty three seventeen is is, oh, yeah. is clearly like that's like the time signature in the album. So that's like very much part of an album, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's the, it's part of a uh, like a thing you have to experience like, the whole thing together. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so we'll we'll get on to that. But I guess that's a specific vibe. Yeah. Um, okay, and do you do you try to find new music when you're listening to um, when you're listening, or do you try do you go back to old familiar? A uh, bit of both. I think mostly new music happens accidentally. Right. Uh, like if I listen to something that I know I like on Spotify and the album uh-huh. stops. Uh, right. something new comes up. That's the case with actually the first song we're going to talk about on my playlist. Okay. It's an example right. of that. Um, and But I do listen to a lot of playlists where I don't know the music, but I think for those to really catch me, they have to be like really, really significant, really exceptional for me to sort of pay attention. Okay, what is this artist? I need to listen to them more. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Alrighty. So we'll jump into the list then. So oh. song one is a song you fell in love with straight away. Yes. So first song then is Franken Jakobsen. Yeah. Morgan Itokyo. Yes. Very well done. So it's Thank a. 
<laughs> it's Danish. Uh, it means morning in Tokyo. Right. And okay. this is an example I was listening to. What I needed to listen to at that moment, I can't remember what I was doing, but I needed to listen to music that was like, no lyrics, just vibe. I think I was listening to some jazz. Okay. And then this came up, and at first I was like, no, someone's singing. What is this? But then I was like, no, but what is this? This is mm. incredible. Uh, yeah, so that was a, quite a, a very weird experience. So. This was exactly what I didn't need, but it was exactly what I needed. I mean, the whole album right. yeah, sure. quite incredible. I listened to that album a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think this is one where I I felt like I like I haven't had a chance to because I've got quite a few um, recordings coming up like in quick succession. So I've been focusing on the playlists I've got coming up. But it's one that really made me want to go and listen to the album because mm. it feels very much like an opening track it feels like it's setting the tone yeah. and it was actually quite a nice way to start your playlist as yeah. well because it was quite a it's a it's a lovely little opener and it felt like the start of something mm. it, it felt like there were certain themes that were coming up that would come up again in an album yeah. that's kind of what i meant when i said about an album track. oh yeah but this is um, the closing track of the album which is interesting it's a closing track yeah. right okay Right, okay. Uh, and it's quite, <laughs> it's quite different from the rest of the album. So the rest of the album, some of the songs are just a noise and there's not a lot of, well, some of them are just noise and some have lyrics. Mm. But it's it's really sort of a, a strange uh, uh, vibe. Mm. I can't I can't really explain it other than it's, it's noise and it's, it surrounds you and it's, sometimes it's a bit dark feeling mm-hmm. and other times it's this beautiful song about sun coming in through her window uh she's waking up in tokyo and she sees her son next to her and she could smell the flowers um it's very i get what you mean about it's a good sort of opening mm. but then it's quite interesting that she chose it, she chose it to close the album mm. yeah absolutely okay. yeah it's quite quite a meditative song as well i felt and i, I mean I think part of the reason, and this will probably be a bit of a theme, but part of the reason for me is that, um, obviously, being an English speaker, and as with many English speakers, only an English speaker, mm. um, I obviously like th- there's there's no lyrics for me to latch on to or concentrate yeah. on. It's just sort of it's just melody, um, and I, I really really like that. Sometimes like there's a lot of artists that. I'll listen to specifically for that. Like Sigur Ross is a big one. Mm, yeah. But um but yeah, it's it's it, it was a it was a beautiful song and like yeah, very, very relaxing for me to listen to. So it's definitely an album that I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into. Yeah. When I get a chance. Yeah. I know that I know that feeling. And speaking of Sigur Ross, I used to so for the listeners, I am dated for the live in Iceland. I'm currently learning Icelandic, but before I moved here, before I even met my Icelandic boyfriend, I would listen to Icelandic music mm-hmm. uh, for the same feeling of this is quite nice and it sounds nice, but I am not yeah. focusing on trying to listen to the lyrics. So I yeah, yeah. could do anything while I, while I listen to it. Yeah. This this is a thing that's like in my head, but I can't remember if it's actually true or not. So I'll, I'll maybe fact check myself afterwards, <laughs> but you might be able to tell me. I feel like Sikoros write in English, Icelandic and gibberish. Like like I feel like some of their lyrics aren't any language. I think you might be right. 
I've not, yeah. I'm not fully sure, uh, but some of it, but then again, I'm only learning Icelandic and I've forgotten to ask people, like, is this right, even okay. your language? <laughs> uh, but I, yeah. I, I don't recall any English, but uh, definitely Icelandic and gibberish, I think. Hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. I'll, I'll, I'll splice in a fact check on whether I was right or not. <laughs> All right, then song two is a song that took you a while. So you went for, uh, so it's Come For My? Yeah. By Medina? Yes. Uh, so this song came out in 2008. So it took me about a decade. <laughs> right. To it. Uh, when, it, when it came out, I was in high school, I was mm -hmm. late teens. And I think I was probably just a bit too cool for the song. Or like, I wanted to stick to something else with what I listened to. Okay. Uh, about myself uh, but it's only like well that being said I think I did also attend a, a My Chemical Romance concert in that same period so right. I don't know about cool but there's definitely a different, <laughs> different uh, uh, perception of myself I was trying to give up sure. yeah but it's only so recently that I've been listening to it and realizing it. it's quite a banger isn't it it's a really good song mm. yeah yeah i find um well, first of all i'll say um uh, just quickly uh my wife listens to the show huge mcr fan yes. so i'm gonna say just <laughs> as a disclaimer mcr very cool yeah i i think this is like this is maybe a, a genre that i've never really connected with um because i was i was maybe similar in school and like i was very uh well you say cool fair enough. i i was <laughs> very up my own ass um about my taste in music and it was all very guitar based and i didn't wasn't interested in anything that was hip-hop or dance music or anything like that um and i've in the last year or so i've really come around to pop music yeah like i'm really really connecting with it now um and i'm not quite there with like more like dance music mm. um but i did find myself really enjoying this it is like it is a bit of a banger and it's like um Again, it's quite a nice, quite a nice order so far on the list as well. Um, it, it was a nice one to follow, mm. but um, yeah, it felt familiar to me. Like it, it must have been popular here at some point. She, yeah, she did do an English version, right? Okay, uh, which I think did make it to Ooh. British radio, right? Okay, UK and Ireland radio. I don't know. I wonder what the lyrics were for that. Oh, uh, what would the song have been called? In Danish, it's called just for me i think the english version is you and i oh okay maybe hmm. i so but when you said you said genre and i panicked for a little bit so i'm really glad you specify what genre you put this in because i don't i don't know genres someone asked me <laughs> someone asked me recently like what genre is in this i'm like i don't i don't know it's the yeah. stuff <laughs> hey. The only, uh, the only sort of thing that I could explain was I like music with like bits, pieces in it, like bits and pieces. Right. Pieces. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, you were right. It was you and I. So that's mm -hmm. that. That's that's why it felt familiar to me. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'm 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 no good with genres either. Mm -hmm. uh, which yeah, uh, and and there there are people who can, uh, like dissect a genre and like this song is like and then they said like three consecutive words <laughs> and I'm like okay like I don't really know what the what the differential is between any of those yeah. but I guess it makes sense um 
yeah i don't know i, I just yeah i like what i like that's, yeah that's, that's about it to be honest yeah. um but yeah no i like i, I really like this it was a, it's it's nice to get back into certain songs like that that like feel familiar to me like a sort of a lot of music i think a lot of genres a lot of music um i feel like i missed out on mm. um when i was younger because i was so like pretentious and yeah. um yeah hyper focused on my own stuff i didn't really give any music like this a chance so it's it's, it's nice to have that kind of that kind of song back in mm. yeah it was it was nice yeah I enjoyed it they also uh part of why i've started listening to it was uh so recently or after covid or sort of after oh. uh the pandemic started at least there was uh a lot of talk about her medina uh in a just sort of a reflection on how she was treated when she first came out as like a confident right. woman who kind of just paved her own way and right. obviously she was treated horribly uh by the right. media and like she had stalkers everywhere and just like horrific things she's been through right uh, she's a kind of documentaries articles about her and just sort of had a newfound respect for her in so many different ways and then mm. also the fact that the song it's 15 years later almost it was really really good like how many yeah. songs from 2008 which you still listen to today and be like no this holds up yeah no i agree yeah. i agree yeah <laughs> um yeah and we've we've probably got a, one of those to discuss later on <laughs> um but yeah, yeah? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh I'm trying to think what okay no i'll i'll give you a heads up don't worry <laughs> um all right song song three then is a song from your introduction to music yes uh, so you've gone for wannabe by Spice Girls. Yes. Uh, is this not everyone's introduction to music? <laughs> like, if you're my age, what else was there? That's born in yeah. 1990. Yeah. It's five. My wannabe came out. I feel like this, that that was music when yeah. I was a child. And when I heard about this thing, music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, very much the same. I think I was more of a, a more of an S Club guy. Oh, personally. yeah. Did you, um, you did have but, them in Denmark. They weren't that big. They weren't that big. No. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Like they've 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 really um, they've really fallen off yeah. um, in a, in a big way. They 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 have not stood the test of time. I no. don't think there are certain songs that have, but they themselves very much have not. I, I've told this story in the pod before, but um. I went to see S Club um, when I was at university, so that would have been about over ten years ago. Um, and when I went to see S Club, uh, there were three of them on tour. Yeah. And it was in a very, very small student venue. Uh, it was a fiver, five pounds to get in. Um, and when we arrived, uh, Paul couldn't make it, so it was just two of them. And they got on stage, and someone basically had a CD player with their songs on it, and played part of the song. Like it was a medley, but it wasn't set up like a medley. They just they didn't like blend the songs together. They literally got to a certain point in the song, and then someone went skip, wow. and then they uh, they just sang over the top of them singing like ten years ago, wow. which yeah, I mean I don't know I don't know how much you know S Club, but like there's a song called S. Uh, it's what was it called? S Club Party, um, 
Yeah, but they talk about themselves in the third person. All seven of them talk about what they're doing, and there's only two of them to go through all seven. Absolutely tragic. Yeah, beautiful, so funny. But um, but anyway, um, yeah, Spice Girls are another level though. Like they, they obviously had a completely different level of of fame. Yeah. Um, and this song really does hold up. Like it, it was so much fun listening to one of it again. Feels such a good song, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. What I find fascinating, well, what I find really funny is this is their Here Is Us, Here Is The Spice Girls introduction, yeah. big entry into the world of music. Yeah. And they didn't let Victoria sing. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we're, we're girls, we all sing, except this one. She can do a bit of backup, but no, don't, no. I didn't know that. Not really. <laughs> She does not have any lyrics. At some point, she's a backup for one of Emma's, uh, I think two of Emma's <laughs> sentences, but no, they didn't let her. Right, okay. That's so funny, a song about like loyalty and friendship. And like, <laughs> yeah, but apart from... Yeah. Oh, yeah. You would, yeah. She knows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe that's the point. Maybe, you know, like in the interest of friendship, Victoria, it's, it's best that we're honest with you now. Exactly. Friendship yeah. is... It's all about honesty, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Realizing yeah. your role. Yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. In <laughs> Just being real with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. You, all right, okay. Have you seen Spice World, the movie? Oh, yeah. Uh, again, to bring my wife into it, it's, um, it'd be one of her favorite movies. Um, so, yeah, like I, I'm very, very reluctant to watch it because um, Spice Girls wasn't really my thing. The, the the one time that I encouraged her to put it on was um um have you ever seen the Italian movie um uh, I use the English title but it's life life is beautiful oh no I haven't I think I uh, have heard that it exists but... right it's a um it's a really beautiful and funny and tragic movie about the Holocaust oh um, okay. and a father son <laughs> uh, dynamic in that time and that made you think um, of the Spice Girls. <laughs> Well, um, it, we were like it was when my, my wife and I were dating, and I I really really loved this movie, so I was like, we we should watch this. It's a great movie, and didn't really realize how hard she feels emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, so when that movie finished, she was in floods for like literally a couple of days. Um, so as soon as it finished, I realized like how badly I'd fucked up. I was like, right, do you want to watch the Spice Girls movie? Will we put the Spice Girls movie on? We will watch that as many times as you like. And so we just, we put that on and I just like, yeah, felt horrendous yeah. Um, while watching it. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a wonderful time capsule. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just yeah. like the, the, the number of people who pop up in that, you're like, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> the, yeah. What happened to them? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of things that like, wouldn't pass the test of time, there's yeah. a scene in it where they're visited by aliens. Yeah. And then one of the aliens kind of just grabs Jerry's boobs. Right. Do you remember this? No, I don't remember that. Oh, no, it's really weird. So they all sort of kiss the aliens. And then right. one alien's like, no, but obviously I have to touch the famous boobs. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know if they 
would have put that in there now. I would guess not. <laughs> I think, yeah. yeah. Just peer pressured as well. Everyone else is like, no, come on, just do it. But listen. <laughs> in this creepy, creepy world. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of it like if there was any like modern day artist who that would happen to. Like it just it wouldn't happen in twenty twenty two, you would like to think. I feel like Lil Nas X maybe. Oh yeah. Because he's he's grinded on the devil. Yeah. Like an alien would be perfectly natural next Yeah. Yeah. I could see an alien filling Lil Nas X up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not a sentence I thought I'd say <laughs> when we started the podcast, but um but here we are. <laughs> be like it grinds, but then it would just be uh just like a secret shot of her and Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah. Gr- yeah. Grimes is a great answer. That's yeah. <laughs> that that is the answer. <laughs> we've we're, gonna, we're gonna go with it. <laughs> Alright, so four is a song makes you happy. So you've gone for This Must Be the Place. Yes. By talking heads. I don't know that, that I need to say anything. <laughs> but this is a song that makes it's the happy song. Right, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, what I think is, uh, what I noticed is like a theme with some of the songs that I, I chose. It, it's just a this kind of description of this sense of being, this sort of, right. I'm here, this is what I'm experiencing right now. I'm yeah. going to sing about it. Right. And I think it's, just, it's quite simple, but really, it's really, really well done, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Yeah. Like, this, is, this is the right thing for me right now. This is the place I'm happy and content. I think, I think what I what I find interesting about this category sometimes is the is the distinction in how different people experience happiness or define happiness. Um, Because I think you would have, I would say that the two main songs that that would fit both would be um, this song. This must be the place, mm. which would sort of be that sort of that contentment that you're talking about. Yeah. And then you've got something like walking on sunshine, oh, which yeah. is more like joy. Yeah. Um. So that that's something I find interesting in terms of how people mm-hmm. define what that happiness looks like. Um. Because I think I'd be the same as you. I think I think there's I think where I find myself at the at my happiest is like in still moments like just feeling just allowing myself to be present or like being aware of a a particular moment in time i find that a lot more since my like since my son was born Mm. there's quite a lot of times where like i'll find myself being aware of just a nice like 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 my wife's holding him or something you know little things like that or like going to the park and like he just like just a little smile and, and just little things like that i just feel like like there's just a sort of contentment that I feel yeah. like I'm like I'm really happy with where I am in my life right now um which I think is uh I think that's a more attainable and more uh more useful thing to aim for mm. than joy yeah do you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. contentment over joy any day yeah the joy also seems 
bleeding in a way, mm. possibly exhausting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'd rather just be sort of quiet and and pleased. Yeah, but yeah, over a longer period or deeper. Yeah, yeah. I feel like joy is the the extreme mm. on the on the scale. Um. So. What 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 are the circumstances when you in which you would listen to a song like this? Like, do you listen to this to try and make yourself feel happy, or do you listen to this when you like you feel you are enjoying a moment, or when do you go for it? Oh, that's a very good question. I'm not. I don't use music uh, to bring up emotion. Okay. But I think I can remember emotions when I listen to music. Right. Okay. Sure. Uh, sometimes I might be in a certain mood, and I will gravitate towards some music. But I don't. At least I don't think that I use music to sort of bring about or stay in certain emotions. Okay. Uh, but to answer your question, which was, when would I put this on? Yeah. I think just when I remember it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair uh, when I, uh, yeah, when I feel like. I need some funky music. I need some happy, yeah, happy sure. music for a Saturday afternoon. Right. Uh, cleaning the house or just hanging out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So I've, I've had a good run here. Yeah. Um, it's gonna so <laughs> song go. five is a song that makes you sad. Mm-hmm. So you've gone for Brender Static yeah. by Goldemund. Yeah. Oh, lots. Uh, this is another Danish song. Okay. Gullibot, uh, uh, the name of the artist, literally translates as um, gold in mouth. It's from a Danish saying. Okay. The morning has gold in its mouth. I don't know why. Uh, and the song is called Blackness uh, <laughs> is Still Burning. And there's okay. there's two points in the song that really, really get to me. Uh, one is uh, for the title of the song. The lyrics is, uh, you know all too well that, I, that I'm burnt out, but, some, right. but something in me is still burning. Okay. And the other, no, okay, so I can say uh, what, I, what that makes me feel. Because I've actually lived the precarious life for, well, since I graduated uni uh, four and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Before that, even, of just like, I've also just been, <laughs> been tested for ADHD. My therapist is pretty sure I have it. So I'm just like, all over the place, always doing so many things and nothing right. really seems to stick and it's very exhausting and it feels like mm-hmm. I'm never getting anywhere. So after so many times I've been like burned out. But I can really relate to sort of being burnt out but still kind of there's something in me still burning. Like I still have the fire somewhere in me and I want yeah. it to come out. So this kind of just reminds me of just the what's one of it's another one of those songs where to me it, it describes sort of a sense of being like a state of state of being this is me in this moment right now i'm gonna right it just now we're walking uh, through the park and i'm laughing at your jokes and i'm i've burned out something in me is still burning i still want to be here i still want to create and do and be yeah it's just a little bit difficult now. yeah and i i heard him talk about this song before I actually listened to it. So I still have the sort of background of him being a classically trained musician and just kind of working, working, working towards it. Nothing really sticking and nothing's mm. sort of happening. Uh, 
what he thought he was going to get because the promise is you you work hard and then it's going to happen for you sure yeah but like most often it doesn't yeah and then the other lyric that also really gets me is um uh i only know one as in one person i don't know one like you someone who could fully and then there's a word in danish it's really really hard to translate but someone can sort of it's a mix of sort of handle and embrace and fully sort of understand or take care of me and sort of handle everything that i am right okay uh but it's just a one word okay yeah yeah in danish it's really and yeah so just a sense of like being with someone and having that sense of i don't quite know what i would do if i didn't have you like because i feel like you might possibly be the only person who can handle everything that i give and am and you know yeah feel yeah wow Mm. it's a sad but really really beautiful song yeah yeah so obviously i was i was uh listening like with our lyrics so um i thought i thought it was a really really beautiful song Mm. and yeah those are two really incredible sentiments Mm. to to unpack yeah like the feeling of being burnt out but still burning Mm. imagine a lot of people would 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 connect with that and and would would resonate with that feeling because i i i I do know what that feels like sometimes to like i'm not in a creative industry like I do this, but like mm. I think this is this is my creative outlet. Yeah. And even this sometimes feels a bit like I'm a bit sick of it sometimes. Mm. There's like aspects of it that I don't really care for and then but I still really want to be creative and I really want to be able to put stuff out there. Mm. And that's on a like very, very small scale. So I can imagine someone who is creative for a living being like like what? really resonating with that or really connecting with yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, part of the problem is also when it's not for a living, you know, when you right. want it to be a living, but it's not. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like you don't have to be a creative to understand it because it's just about. No, like, I agree. Uh, something you should be. You want to do something. Yeah. Or you've just burned out with whatever it was that you were doing. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I definitely know the feeling of feeling like you have no energy to do something, mm. but really having the desire to do something. Yeah yeah wow um and then yeah like i i i i know the sentiment that you're talking about with like being able to handle everything about a person um i think it's a very romantic sentiment as well mm. there's that there's a real there's a there's a very definite romance to that um it, it it's reminded me of um i don't know if you've seen you know Daniel Sloss, the oh, Scottish yeah, comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen Jigsaw. Oh, absolutely. Stand up yeah. special. So good. That, that's kind of what it makes me think of because, like, so for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's like um, he calls it his ode to being single, mm. and he he, uh, he says that it has led to like thousands of breakups and divorces and all the rest of it, because basically what he's saying in that is that you shouldn't be with someone for the sake of being with someone, as a mm. lot of people are. A lot of people go through life looking for someone to be with because that's what they've been uh 
that like that's what they've been set up to believe is is they've conditioned that's the word that's what they've been conditioned to believe is the goal in life is to find the the one person you're meant to be with but he said if you don't love yourself if you don't love if you love yourself 30 percent and someone comes along and loves you 50 percent you'll think that's brilliant Mm. but that's only half um and that's that's really really stuck with me so like yeah i really like that as like a as a sentiment or a word for that which would be like you know finding someone who loves a hundred percent of you and is able to handle a hundred percent of you because mm. yeah we all have like good and bad traits and good and bad days yeah um and it's it's important especially for like a longer term relationship to be able to handle the good and the bad yeah yeah wow that's a recommendation for dinosaurs it's a really good show yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but what like i'm like I'll, I'll need to i'll need to go through that song again and like and read the translated lyrics because yeah, um, you should. But he's, yeah. he's this guy he's just so good at the what i talked about before of just like the simplicity but the accuracy of just like hitting the exact right way of describing things yeah so yeah. good at it there's also one about as you said when you mentioned before with your your son and he has uh-huh. a song just about his own son and right okay and the sort of well, the complexities of uh relationships mm. and when it's difficult but then this is sort of the it's difficult but you can we can handle this together mm. yeah yeah i see all right perfect yeah i Song six is a song to relax to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> Oliver Arnott and Niels Fram. Yeah. 2317. Yes. How did I do there? Sorry? How did I do on the uh, Oliver. Oliver, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't know how you would say it in. English, because I'm used to seeing it in Danish. Yeah. Icelandic Danish artist. And then having a work Icelandic, kind of learned, learned how to pronounce it in Icelandic. I never thought about how to say it in, in English. <laughs> I never had to. Um, yeah. I'm guessing it's, I'm guessing it's uh, Oliver is the common... Oh, yeah. I guess it is. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but this is another example of the bits and pieces. And the vibe, it's really a vibe, isn't it? Right, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've listened to this album a lot. I've used it to relax. I've used it, uh, I used to teach yoga in like a very okay. slow uh, yoga. So yin yoga or just a very sort of moving through movements very slowly. Mm-hmm. And I would use this album, just have it on shuffle with like another, uh, also quite a slow album. Uh, but this is, I, was, I immediately thought of this album when I thought of this uh, question. Yeah. So I listened to it. And this is maybe the one that stood out of like, oh, I remember this track mm-hmm. as a track. Because it does kind of bleed into one another. Mm. Uh, I recently found out that the whole thing is filmed, that the whole section is filmed, and it's on YouTube. So I just. I had a really special moment with a friend just sitting, just watching it on my smart TV, freaking 
uh, herbal tea. It's kind of existing. That's so nice. That is nice. Sitting next to each other, saying nothing. Yeah, hard to be. I I thought it was a really beautiful song. Um, but sometimes I'm listening to the the playlists and. I don't necessarily go through them and think about the categories mm. as I go through the songs. Um, so I'll just like stick on the playlist when I'm doing stuff just to get used to the songs. And what well, this was the this is one of them that came up and I was like, well, this is clearly the song to relax to. Mm. There's no way it's anything else because yeah. it's so chilled, it's so lovely. Yeah. Um, and another one I think because it's got the the timestamp and uh, from the album is the um is the name. It's one of those that feels like it's very much part of something mm. bigger, which yeah. makes me again want to go and and check that out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's it. Um, I talk about this a lot, but it's it's one of those songs that I feel like it doesn't necessarily. I think yoga is a good thing. Actually, it, it, it's quite meditative. It's um, it doesn't impose any emotion on you. Mm. It uh, sort of allows you to feel whatever you're feeling. I think, and it's quite quite nice in that way you'll sort of like it just like allows you to sort of drift and yeah wander through it yeah it's a really nice thing to have in a song yeah i was actually going to say drift when i was trying to finish your sentence in my head right drift is exactly the word that is appropriate here yeah yeah now i get what you mean of just sort of helping you kind of just move and be right yeah yeah definitely okay perfect Song seven is a song from your preteen years. <laughs> so you've gone for Five Colors in Her Hair by McFly. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, I should say, I realized that this is not actually from my preteen years because it came out when I was 13. Okay. It's technically not preteen. Okay. Yes. Uh, don't know if. Uh, uh, is it still valid? Can we still talk about it? <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Good. I'm not going to stop the interview. Okay. Um, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, my were my teenage obsession. Like I, cause right. I started listening to them when I was 13. So I feel like I just kind of grew up with them because they were also uh-huh. <laughs> almost 13. Yeah. <laughs> so we kind of, sort of went through a lot of the same things. Like when, right. when Dougie went emo, I went emo, you know? Sure. Like we, we went through stuff together. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The only time I've seen them in concert, though, was um, 2015. But that oh. was McBusted, so it's not oh, okay, McFly. Yeah. Uh, right. And I was not a teenager, but <laughs> it's still quite nice. That is nice. Yeah. Right, it's, it, was, it's a, it was a nice song to come back to. This is what I was saying about standing the test of time mm. because I think, I think musically, this really holds up. Like I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I, I used to, I used to play this song in a band. Oh, um, yeah, we weren't very cool, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I had so much fun. It's a really really fun song. Um, and I think they're very good at writing that kind of music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think War McFly slightly fall down in terms of the test of time is some of the lyrical content um, well just like in this song like you know listen to it with a 2022 lens and like sounds a bit like an abusive relationship but if I'm honest sounds a bit listen like you're gaslighting the, the weirdo was <laughs> yeah but also <laughs> she clearly has some issues like give her a break don't <laughs> yeah. 
Also, if, yeah. if her whole identity is in these five colors in the hair, can you blame her for like wanting to be something else? Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Call me Tracy is my name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I know she's just a weirdo with no name. No, she has a name. Yeah. You just haven't learned it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's on you. Also, is she a weirdo because she doesn't have five colors for the hair anymore? Is that? Yeah. It's not a weird, that's the normal thing to do. Yeah, yeah. It's not weird. No, everything else about her was weird. You know, the fact she's got a, a tattoo covered by her underwear. Oh, yeah. yeah that's but you don't strange. care. Yeah, no, she don't strange, care. She don't care. Yeah, it's, it's still strange. Mm. Um, but no, I still, I still like McFly. I still have a lot of love for mm. McFly. I saw them. I saw them when they were McFly. Um, I don't know. I, but I was like, I want to say early twenties, maybe. Um, yeah. So, it we, we sort of went ironically. Yeah. We we sort of said it, we went ironically, and then we left, but having took- very much enjoyed it. Yeah. Unironically, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, they put on a great show. Like they, they they have that down. Like yeah. they're very entertaining. But it's like because you could sense that they want to be there. They want to do this, right? You know, I think that's so important when watching live music or just any live performance. Really, and definitely. Just, oh, they actually want to be here performing. Yeah, one of the the worst concert I ever went to was Fall Out Boy okay and, uh, same era I think is it, is it? yeah yeah uh, but they, they just so clearly just live but I, what I recognize now is it, it was probably the end of the tour like maybe in the last date of a long tour they just right. want to go home they're tired I can also after I've started performing after I've become an adult uh, adult <laughs> and sort of see okay I can empathize right but being there in the audience I was like you don't want to be here like yeah just go home like, what i paid for this yeah i have no money and i paid for this <laughs> yeah that is, there's there's nothing worse there's mm-hmm. nothing worse I've, i saw razor light where um they're thankfully only a support act but i saw razor light and yeah like they could not have given a shit like mm-hmm. absolutely zero energy and to be fair the songs have absolutely zero energy as well so it makes sense yeah but um but yeah it was just it was just turgid um but yes mcfly are the complete opposite they're like yeah they i don't know they, they they've just they they just figure that out mm. that, that highly highly entertaining yeah. style of music and performance yeah. and yeah nailed it mm. a lot of fun a lot of fun um all right Yep. Song eight is a cover. I'm gonna buy out of this one altogether. <laughs> so I'm gonna need you to tell me what yeah. the song is called. Okay, uh, the artist is called Briet. Okay. Uh, and the song is called Birth i Dödeter. Okay. Which translates? I had my book and translated this. Uh, Glory in dead silence. Okay. Uh, this is actually a song that could also have been the one that I, a song I loved when I first heard it. Okay. Both the original and the the cover. Uh-huh. So I think I, I chose this also because it's like this is the ultimate Iceland song right now. Right. Okay. So the original artist is Ausgetröste. Uh, okay. And I think he's internationally some of a somewhat of a deal. Okay. No, he's big in Australia. Uh, so I'm guessing <laughs> that's the world. Uh, no, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's such good like one of my absolute favorite uh, Icelandic artists I even I was a fan before 
I even met my assembly boyfriend. Okay. Um, and so this is, it's a decade since this album, his debut album came out, uh, where this is one of their really good songs. And so he has, he's gotten contemporary Icelandic artists to record covers of uh, every single track on the album. Right, okay. And Briet, uh, uh, she's just one of the, like a, a, one of the top Icelandic artists at the moment. She's one of my absolute favorite uh, musicians, artists, pop musicians. Right, okay. She's so cool. And a good singer. Excellent, okay. So this is a way to sort of sneak into two of Iceland's best. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. I appreciate it. Um, okay, I didn't know that. It's quite a cool concept. Like, I, I really like when um, bands have done that. Like, there's a, there's a couple of um, couple of bands that have done that recently. Um, Frightened Rabbit or a Scottish band that I absolutely love. They mm-hmm. they did that for the 10 or the 15 year anniversary of one of their albums. And it, like, they got a lot of Scottish artists and artists they've inspired to record parts of their album as well um and metallica oh. not that long ago as well so um not massively into metallica but there were royal blood and biffy Clyro did did songs on that that were incredible absolutely yeah. loved it so it's a really I, I really like that as a project it's a really it's a really cool thing um yeah i, th- I thought that, i thought this song was incredible mm, it's, uh, i absolutely yeah. loved it um and yeah, I, did, I didn't. I didn't know the background to it, but the I, that probably would make me want to check out yeah. both the original album and the the Brit, the the yeah. artist. Like she, she's she's got a beautiful voice and she really does. Yeah. But what's interesting about the whole album is you can sort of tell that they've been well, not allowed, but like they've taken each of the artists and taken the song. That yeah. they've been given or chosen, just kind of made it their own. And sometimes right. it's not very good. Sometimes, right. like yeah, it's fine. The original is way better. But this is like yeah. perfect because it is. Yeah. It is a great song to begin with, and she just has this way of making music that is just also almost, I'd say, perfect. But then, like mm. the combination of yes, this exact song in her right. exact way, it's close to the. Well, it's not too far from the original, but it's definitely she made it her own, right? In a way that she only she could do it. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's that's kind of what I need in a cover mm. is it needs to be the artist's own twist on it. Otherwise, it just becomes a little bit dull. Yeah. But um, but no, I th- I thought it was beautiful. Like I didn't like I don't really know um Asker. I don't know the like the original album or the the subject matter. So um. It was just like a, a just a new song mm. for me, um, and yeah, I thought, I thought it was it was incredible, um, and again very relaxing because yeah. again I don't I don't really have the lyrics to latch on to, so I'm just sort of um, just listening to it and sort of being taken away by it. It's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really really beautiful. I really, really liked it. What bad covers can you think of? Oh, bad covers? Yeah. Oh man. Um, <laughs> basically anything from Radio 1's Live Lounge mm. uh, 
in the early 2000s <laughs> I think is bad <laughs> um, okay. I don't know if do you ever listen to live lines do you, do you know what I'm talking about I know what it is I didn't I've seen some uh but that would probably mean that just if I really like the song I really like the artist that's right. doing the cover well they basically what what it sort of became is like um it was basically every sort of like indie artist from that era so your your snow patrols your keens um, yeah yeah um but they would they would basically they would do like acoustic covers of popular pop songs but they all more or less sounded the same it was just like they sort of they had an acoustic guitar and some chords mm. i think that was initially their sort of setup was that they would like they would make it an acoustic like live lounge mm. um and they've since gone more of the i don't know if you've um seen like like a version on triple j yeah that's the australian thing it, yeah yeah um that's obviously like more of a full band setup and that's what radio one do now it's a similar thing they've got like the full band in they do their they do their thing but um yeah there were there were a lot like the the one that stands out to me is like being particularly um abhorrent <laughs> was uh snow patrol did uh crazy in love oh yeah which like was very boring and then uh there's the jay-z's verse that was also like that was wrapped by a very very white northern irish man they, um, they went for the rap as well not yeah taking it down to maybe a slower pace or uh no it was just sort of like the, i think they just thought yeah i can i can do this mm. um like it's not like it's a, a particularly fast or challenging rap mm. like it's 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 one that you could do but um maybe it's a slightly slower pace but but yeah like i i, I loved it at the time like i like i i would download i would pirate them obviously uh it's the lime wire era um but i would get all the uh the live lounge albums and i would listen to them but yeah looking back i'm like this is like this is the exact opposite of what i, what I wanted to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think do I'm you have looking, any bad ones that stand out i think um i think the sugar babes did a version of um uh i bet you look good on the dance floor oh yeah which actually really helped me understand the lyrics or sort of hear the lyrics properly <laughs> Right, okay, so that's yeah. what I take away from that. It was a really helpful okay. cover. <laughs> it's a, I, I love the original. Like, I think I like the original, but it was just like, right. oh, that's what he's saying. Right, sure. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I'll need to check out. I don't think I'll enjoy it, but I'll definitely check it out. <laughs> um, all right, song song nine is a song you'd sing at karaoke. So you've gone for Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. All right, so I, I sent this to you I'm not a karaoke guy. I don't right. do karaoke. I'm not a confident singer. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I do a I do a comedy show with, uh, with like in a in a comedy group with some friends in Copenhagen. And for every show we do, we do a song at the end. And for this last show, I cried in rehearsal. Like I did not want to sing, uh, but I thought, okay, I have to do karaoke because it has to be like um, it has to be a song that's like everyone knows it. It's upbeat. Yeah. It's like it's going to start the party because karaoke is not for you. Yeah. Especially if like, you know, your, your friends or, I don't know, if it's a 
party and you all know each other and there's only karaoke to do. So you have to do sure. I don't do karaoke. But the, the day after I sent you this list, I went to a party and I thought it was just going to be a birthday party. And then all of a sudden, there's karaoke. And there's only the one room. We're all in this room. So the party is now karaoke. Right. And so I thought, no, I'm, do you know what? I'm going to be a fun guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to do karaoke. Uh, and I, I didn't choose the song. What I, oh, okay. what I went with was uh, Busted's Year 3000. Oh, okay. Which is a really good choice. Like people were dancing. No yeah, one yeah, cared yeah. about me. It was perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. I chose Queen, right. but we <laughs> maybe talk about Busted instead. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I mean, I can, I can, I can change it in the list. That's absolutely fine. I can put in a bit of Busted. I said, no, maybe keep Queen. It makes me a little bit cooler. You can't have both McFly <laughs> and Busted in the same. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they'd be they'd be very close to each other as well. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think Year Three Thousand is a good choice. And another one where lyrically, I'm I, I, like, my, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I shouldn't overanalyze it, no. but I do. You know, just like it's nonsense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so did you do Don't Stop Me Now then with your the comedy group in? No, no, it's uh, an original song. Just oh, you did an original song, right? Okay. Yeah. Right, uh, but I I ended up just saying it, okay. just speaking it <laughs> to uh, an acoustic guitar. Right. Okay. Yes. I mean, don't don't stop me now. Is it like uh, it's a lot of fun, but it's a very big song. If yeah. you're not gonna, yeah, you're not confident a, with it, you know, ambitious, isn't it? That's also mm. what I was thinking. Mm. And again, I think I could just yell it and it'll be fine, right? Because there's, yeah. I could just not sing. I could just like scream the lyric. That's true. That's true. Yeah. As long as you're convincing people that you're having a good time. <laughs> like, which, yeah, because it would be a very strange song to, yeah. to get up and be and like very half heartedly and self consciously be like, don't stop me now. <laughs> Please having stop me now. Have a good time. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. I'm yeah, I think both both good choices though. I think yeah, year three thousand. I think year three thousand is a really good choice for like a like that kind of atmosphere, mm. like a smaller kind of party atmosphere where the focus is very much going to be on what song can I sing that other people are going to join in with. Yeah, yeah. Cause it, yeah, especially like when you're with friends. Like if you're in a karaoke bar, you may be more doing karaoke for you. Right. It can be for you. Everyone yeah. else is there in their little group. Yeah, but when you're with friends, it needs to be something that kind of gets you together, doesn't it? Yeah, probably a little less performative when it's just like a a close knit group. Yeah, it's more sort of yeah, it's more about the the party. Yeah, that was fair. Okay, yeah. All right, well, two good choices. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right, then song ten is a song that reminds you of a specific place. So you've gone for Copenhagen by Tina Dickham. Yes. This one's a bit on the nose. Um, but Copenhagen is my hometown. I grew up just outside of it. Uh, okay. And then actually, as a student, I moved away, was in different places, and I kind of came back to it and rediscovered it in my sort of mid twenties, uh, okay. mid to late twenties. Uh, 
having to also just make a lot of new friends. So a lot of my friends were internationals having, well, also moved to Copenhagen as adults and had discovered the city. So I kind of just got to discover the city again with them. Uh, right. Which is really nice. It's a great city. I really yeah. love it. It is, it's my home. It's where I lived before I moved to Reykjavik. Right, okay. It's a, it's a very it's a very very sweet song, like it could, you could sub out Copenhagen for any city and mm. or like a person, um, like it's a very sweet song just about like, and I, like exactly what you said sort of like maybe, maybe not necessarily appreciating what you have, and then, yeah, it like that that line all this time you were right here. Mm. Like I, I feel like that's a that's a universal thing, yeah, you know. Yeah. Maybe not appreciating what you have in the moment, or not appreciating where you are, and then you come back. You're like, actually, this is this is pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I have a personally a huge amount of love for Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been twice. Oh. Uh, the first time I went, I remember the moment where I knew I was going to marry wife and the second time we went back and I proposed her so yeah I have a, I have a huge amount of love for, for yeah. It's a, yeah it's a beautiful city and yeah very close to my heart yeah I we, can imagine we, we got engaged in uh, Tivoli hmm. I, I think this is like this is could be quite a, a special song for me as well now because yeah like as you say it's a little it is a little on the nose it's hmm. quite nice but it's quite nice having that um, yeah, so I listen to it every once in a while and think, oh yeah, that's a good place. Yeah. Place. Okay, perfect. Uh, song 11 then is a song that reminds you of a specific person. So you've come for She Came In Through the Bathroom Window by the Beatles. Yes. Um, so this is this reminds me of uh, my boyfriend. And because uh, it's, we sort of, we've been together for four and a half years now we're sort of getting to the point where okay maybe we have to make an effort with this relationship okay. like not in a sense like if everything's falling apart but like oh no we actually need to step up our game and keep sort of wanting to be in this relationship sure. uh, and so I just thought of him uh, when I had to answer this question and uh, on our first date one of the first things we sort of talked about you know, we talk about what we have in common, what we both like, and we just mm-hmm. found out we both like the Beatles. Okay. And uh, this is his favorite Beatles song. Right, okay. Yeah. I asked, okay. Him, asked him what he likes about it. He said he likes the sort of the mood and the uh-huh. message. Right. But I'm not sure what he means by that. What is the message? The I don't know. I was, yeah. yeah. I was hoping that wouldn't come up, to be honest, because I don't know what the lyrics mean. No. It's something about she's uh, steal. Her job is to steal things. And he's a police officer. Okay, maybe. I think so. <laughs> I tried listening to it and then I forgot to pay attention. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I got caught up in the whole like Tuesdays on the phone to me thing. It's like I don't know yeah. what it means. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Speaking of it's a nice like, song, though. It is a nice. Nice yeah. tune. Speaking yeah. of songs that haven't aged well, I think they have a lot of. At least the, 
at least a couple of songs that are like yeah Ooh. yeah should, should we be talking about how we want to marry underage girls and feed me the most i don't know <laughs> Yeah, yeah. John in particular, there's a few, yeah, a few, like verses in like quite happy songs. Um, <laughs> That's the word. I was talking about this very recently, actually. But the, like the song, uh, it's getting better. Yeah, that song. It's yeah. Like it's very, it's very nice and it's getting better. And then John's verse is like, I was cruel to my woman and I beat her and like put her down, and then it just it's like. And it's like, but it's getting better. And then that's the song. You're like, Fuck, so, that's just that's not that's that's not okay. That's yeah. you know, it's a weird thing to just admit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But it's what is in this case, what is getting better? Is it his need to hit her or her <laughs> kind of just succumbing? Or like, I don't know. Maybe it's a bit of both. Maybe that's the, maybe that's what he's saying. Yeah. Like you know, she's got the message now, so I don't have yeah. to hit her as much, which is nice. You know. Um. It just gets tiring, doesn't it? Um, but um, but no, um, I I really really like that when people pick like romantic partners mm. for this category because I think it's a it's a very romantic thing to have songs that connect you or artists that connect you um, and things you can sort of go back to. Mm. Um, yeah, I have, a, I have a couple with my wife, but it's it's like it's just a really beautiful thing, especially if we're if we're apart. Um, it's it's a really like I don't know what it is about it, but it just sort of like it can bring you back to a particular moment, mm. especially if you have something where you're sort of like at this stage in your relationship having something from the early days where everything's very fresh and romantic yeah. and exciting. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying it isn't when you get to like four four and a half years in, but it's it's different. You're more comfortable, mm. more like there, there's there's fewer surprises. Um, and I prefer that. I think that's like that's it's its own thing. Yeah. But having the sort of the romantic and the excitement as well. Yeah, it's sort of reminded like, that oh, actually, I used to think this about you. Yeah. 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 It's, and it's quite grounding as well. It's like it's a nice, it's a nice sort of reminder of where you came from and mm. why you are with that person yeah, and what yeah. it was that connected you in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. What's 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 your favorite Beatles song? Across the universe. Which one? Across the universe. Okay, I don't know that one. Oh, it's a beautiful song. It's a. It's been. I think a lot of people have done covers of it. I came through through Lucas Wainwright, um, and then later discovered it's a Beatles song, and it's one of the few songs that I could play on the guitar. Okay. It's, it's kind of just like spacey and. Um, like it's it's it appeals to me because it it feels like someone just like a lot in their head of just like right. oh here's my train of thought and yeah I can relate okay. to that excellent yeah. I'll check that out I am um, I have two guests coming up I'll probably cut this out because and just in case it doesn't happen but I have two guests coming up that that have a Beatles specific podcast oh um your own personal Beatles it's called um. And yeah, I know very little about the Beatles, if I'm honest. Like, I know the big hits, mm. but I don't know the eras or any of the like the lesser known tunes or anything mm. like that. So I'm I'm gonna have to do my homework. And I don't, I don't know a lot of the deep dives either, or like what track is from what album or 
yeah, sure. era. Um, yeah. I would just like put all all the songs and then listen yeah. to. Yeah. I don't even know what the album's called, but it's the red one with the the yellow one. That's the only one I've listened to. I, I think that's just a collection of their number Yeah, it is. Ones. It's their greatest hits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's all I've listened. Yeah. Um, They're good songs. So. Yeah. Yeah. Can't go wrong. And there's, like, there's 30 of them. And I'm like, perfect. I know the Beatles. Um, okay. Yes. Song 12 is a song that motivates you. So you've gone for Kenichiwa Bitches by Robin. Yes, uh, it's such a good song. I, yeah. It motivates me in different ways. So it's both on my workout playlist and okay. my pre-show playlist. It kind of just, right. just gets me fired up. I like yeah. the attitude. I like her. I like her. Yeah. Hmm? Um, I, I think I also have her, like a great love for her. Uh, I remember, I've seen her Roscoe the festival in Denmark a few times, but the last time I saw her, I just went to a concert alone. She was on the main stage. I was a bit far away, mm-hmm. but I just had, and the same year, I also saw Janelle Monet in the same main stage. And I had the exact same experience of like, this is what I want to be when I perform, of just like right. the, the power of both of them. So right. when I listened to Robin or Janelle Monáe to sort of motivate me. This is also I'm sort of transported back to that feeling of like I am blown away right now, and I want right, to okay. perform with this same power and energy. Mm. I want my audience to have this experience that I'm having right now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. As I this song took me by surprise yeah. completely. I've not heard this before. I, I knew Robin from, you know, I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's very, uh, a lot of attitude, as you say. It's <laughs> fun, isn't it? It is, it fun, is fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's not, it's not the most complex lyrically. <laughs> it feels like, it feels like something that's been written on, do you ever watch RuPaul's Drag Race? Uh, yeah, I've seen some. Yeah, yeah, it feels like one of the verses that's been written, you know, in like in a day. Um, uh, you know, just like I think at one point she, she just says, "boom, but a boom, but a boom, boom, boom." Yeah. Uh, dum dum Yeah, we just run out of words or something, but um, but yeah, no, it is. It's 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 a lot of fun. It it it's it's. It is a lot of fun. And I can see why that would pump you up if that's yeah. something that you go back to as like mm. you know, sort of your your inspiration for what you want the audience to feel. Mm. It's quite a, like that's quite a useful thing to to have bottled yeah. almost that sort of that that feeling that you felt and what you want other people to feel. Yeah. But as as time sort of passes it gets more difficult to access that feeling. Right. Uh you're just gonna have to go to more concerts, I think. But yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Awesome. But it's just quite a unique feeling. Like, whoa. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Perfect. I song thirteen is the song that someone introduced you to. So you've gone for "Search and Destroy" by Iggy Pop and the Stooges. I really, really struggled with this question. 
both in okay. sort of remembering what have I been introduced to, mm-hmm. and then also like choosing which yeah. of the songs do I go for. Uh, so my brother introduced me to this song. Okay. And I don't know, or this album, or Iggy Pop in particular. I don't know if he sort of had anything like you would. I think I think of you when I hear this album, uh-huh. this song, what I was like. So I was in school, some of the older years, and I was getting really into punk music, mm-hmm. uh, The Clash in particular, uh, The Tifa as well. And he was like, oh, if you like them, maybe check out Iggy Pop. I think it was just like, I remember this being like quite casual. So yeah, right. why not this guy as well? And I listened to it, I was like, yeah, this is exactly <laughs> what I need. I'm an angry yeah. teenager, yeah. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Uh, and then this was just a, yeah. I just looked at the, the album and like, I have to choose a song. <laughs> this, is, this is the one I one I, one I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's perfect. I mean, that's that's kind of what I like in the category. I li- I, I I like that about music when when someone is able to tap into something mm. and is able to see like, okay, so because it's easy to it's easy to do. Like people will say, like, oh, you like this, so you'll probably like this, mm. and it's not always right. But when someone gets it spot on. It, I don't know, there's something about that that makes me feel very seen and understood. Yeah. yeah. Which is a really nice thing. Um, and even if it is just like a casual sort of like, oh, if you like this artist, you'll probably like this. Mm. Um, but yeah, like my brother and I have that had, had that a lot when we were younger, especially. Like we sort of, we were just on the same wavelength about mm. everything, even if it was something that was like completely new or like a different genre. Like I got into the Watch the Throne album which is like we uh the jay-z kanye west oh, yeah. album um neither of us were into hip-hop but i really liked that album and i was like i know you don't like hip-hop but check this out yeah. and he loved it um so it's a similar kind of thing but uh yeah like, like i mean it, it's a good recommendation right it's a great it it's a great song yeah great artist i have an honorable mention if i can uh, squeeze that in of course uh, I also considered um, Portishead. Okay. The album Dummy. I've actually not listened to that many other albums. I was like, this is perfect. Why listen to anymore? But yeah. this, someone, someone at uni just for my birthday just gave me uh, Dummy, the album. Uh-huh. And I, I, thinking back, I, just, I can't remember or think like, why? What did he know about me where he thought right. this is a good idea? Is it, okay. Or did he just like the album, maybe? But I, I had not heard of Portishead, uh, especially not this album. But then I put it on. It's like, yes, this is, this is me. I love it. Right. This is exactly what I want to hear. Uh, yeah. It's just like a yeah, he hit the spot. Perfect. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Song fourteen then is a song you wouldn't expect to like. Yeah. So you've gone for Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just not a good song, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's really catchy, but it's not a good song. 
Okay. Oh, well, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. But yeah, continue. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't have that. I don't have anything against Ed Sheeran, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's I don't know. This this song kind of gets me. Like sometimes I don't switch to another channel when this song comes on the radio. Sometimes I just sure. bop along, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So that's why I, I wouldn't expect to like it because I'm not. I can find with Ed Sheeran, but. His music doesn't really speak to me. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't have much to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I definitely have songs like this where I I don't know if I'm enjoying them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but, I'm, but I'm listening to them a lot. Yeah. Um, the one I talk about a lot and the one that I keep going back to is... Uh, Scream and Shout by Will I Am and Britney. If you remember that song, no, I don't. Okay, don't don't check it out. <laughs> um, but it's it's just one of those songs that's just like TikTok by Kesha was the other one. Oh um, yes, yeah. I don't enjoy either of those songs, but I find myself completely obsessed with them. I was just listening to them all the oh. time. I don't know if I was enjoying them or not. I'm pretty sure I wasn't, but I don't know why I kept going back to them. No, yeah. There's something like MSG quality about them <laughs> where I'm like, you know, I just need more of this, but I yeah. don't know why. Um, And yeah, I think Ed Sheeran has a bit about that, yeah. uh, a bit of that about him. Um, I think I'm similar. Like, I don't, I don't mind Ed Sheeran. I don't, like, I, I've, I like to think I've grown out of the, the sort of disdain for certain artists or people who like certain artists because you know uh, let them do what they want yeah exactly people enjoy it they enjoy um yeah i think i think ed sheeran's one of those artists like i think he's quite he's he's quite good at making music for the masses yeah he's um, really good at that like he yeah 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 I, th- I think especially like he's he's quite clever lyrically and when i say he's quite clever lyrically i mean in terms of how he constructs the lyrics to be catchy mm-hmm. and to be easy to sing along to, um, I don't mean that his lyrics are good. Um, like a perfect example in this song is the line, it's, my bad habits lead to late nights ending alone, conversations with a stranger I barely know, yeah. <laughs> which really works in terms of the melody, but a stranger you barely know, that's just a stranger. That's yeah. what a stranger is, Ed. Yeah. You don't need to clarify that. Um, yeah, or if you know that even a little bit, then they're not as yeah. They're uh, an acquaintance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolute nonsense. Yeah. But but yeah, it does. It flows really nicely, and it's it's something you you very easily find yourself singing along to that yeah. because it's sort of like it just sort of I don't know. There's just something about it that you just sort of just get into, I guess. Yeah, I was listening. I was listening to this particular song just before we recorded this, just to sort of, I need something to say about this song. (laughs) And the only thing I could think to say why I like it is the way that he says the, well, the, yeah, the melody, the way he says certain things. Yeah. Uh, Now I can't remember what exactly I mean, but. (laughs) But yeah, no, I think you said it perfectly. Just the way he structures the lyric into the yeah. melody. Yeah. It's really yeah, admirable. But... Like mm. it's really it's really skillful. 
Yeah, no, it yeah. really is. It really is. Yeah, um, yeah. Very, 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 very skillful. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it puts you in mind of like, um, you know, Swedish producers. They talk about that all the time. Yeah. Like that sort of like, they don't really care what the lyrics mean or what mm. they're meant to mean. Songs like they fit the melody and they're yeah. like, you know, people can belt them out. That's the that's the main thing. Um, but this is like, I feel like there's there's definitely some kind of like. It's very very white, <laughs> but but hip hop influence, yeah. Um, whiteness, because uh, there's 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 a flow to it, and there's sort of like this like continuance. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's sort of it just it does keep going in a way that like sort of sucks you in and takes you along with it. Yeah, yeah. He's good at that. I'll give him that. That's it. That's all I'll give him. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stop here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, song 15 is a song you think everyone should listen to. Mm-hmm. So you've gone for Clear My Head by Daffy Fair. Yeah. Oh, did Kibi teach you how to say his name? <laughs> I've had, yeah, I've had, um, I, I had, do you know John Duffy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had John on the show like a while back, and yeah, he was he was very good at correcting all of my pronunciations <laughs> as we went through. So, yes. <laughs> No, I appreciate it. Okay. I appreciate it. But um, yeah, yeah, he did put a lot of emphasis on the die. Um, he's good at that. Yeah. But yes, yeah. Daddy. Um, one of my friends just calls him Daddy. She's given up on trying that. <laughs> Daddy. Um, yeah, it's. I don't. I was just really into this song when I put the playlist together. Like, this yeah. was just one of those songs, like, I needed to hear this song mm-hmm. over and over when I was putting this playlist together. Right. So there's not a massive uh, thought process behind why I chose this song for this one. Except I think maybe everyone should listen more to Dali uh because mm. he's so good. Yeah. 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 But, and this is also just another one. If I could say anything, maybe kind of, for me, this song kind of sums up, I guess, what I've also been trying to do with all the other songs I've chosen is it, it describes a mood and it's another one of those, like, it's quite simple lyrics, but really well done, not like the Swedish producers. They're meaningless lyrics, but in a yes. simple, very meaningful yeah. way. And this just describes state of being and there's lots of bits and pieces in the song. Yeah. I think he's so good. Yeah. So yeah. Um yeah, I'm I'm completely on board. Um I think mo- most people like in the UK or Australia will probably know him from Think About Things. Yeah. That was like the big hit. Mm. Um But yeah, I've I've had a couple of songs um from him on a couple of different playlists and the more I listen to him, the more impressed I am. Like I think he is phenomenal. Yeah. And and uh, that's what, exactly what I was thinking. That's the exact the main takeaway from this song is what you said in terms of the lyrical content because he, he he's done that in a couple of the songs that I've listened to. Um, the other one that he did at Eurovision, did did he do ten years? Yeah, at, yeah. Eurovision. Mm. Um, he put so many beautifully simple points into that yeah. song. It yeah. was just like so elegantly done, but like the the sentiments were so simple yeah. and just beautifully done. Um, clear my head is the same like there's so many things that he says in this that I'm like like that is exactly how I feel 
yeah. at times it's even, exactly what I want from a conversation exactly yeah um yeah even, even the point where he says so well yeah yeah it's like yes yes I can hashtag yeah. mood this is I can relate yeah 100 yeah yeah, yeah I, I, I like the um I like the line as well if um I, I, I can't remember exactly but it was basically if you if you're not listening that's fine that's I just want to like it's basically just I just want to get my I just want to get my thoughts out yeah. there. I just want to like speak at you, yeah. um, and yeah, I, like I, I get that quite a lot. Like I just like there's sometimes I'm just like having a conversation with my wife, and I'm like I just like like uh, you don't need to know any of this, but I just you know there's just some things I need to say out loud, mm. which like again a beautifully simple way of putting that, but that's that's what you want. Yeah, yeah. This I guess also what I, why I wanted to. Uh, put this song on here it's just also just to give a a shout out to the whole album really because people know the Eurovision darling they know yeah. think about things in 10 years it, the, they're meant to be sort of big song right uh, pop bangers yeah and this is just a different side of him that's on this yeah. entire album or yeah. an EP it's not a lot of songs on it um, what's the other one Oh, I can't remember, but there is another song on the album that's also quite similar to this in the same vibe. Um, oh, it's oh, it's something about sort of uh, it's somebody else now. Okay. Basically, just saying uh, I'm not who I used to be, and that's fine. Like I'm well, not, okay, yeah, yeah. and in in a while, I won't be who I am now, and that's also uh-huh. fine. We all just need to sort of get over ourselves. We, yeah, yeah, and just learn to grow as people become better mm. people listen to things that we need to hear um, mm-hmm. I just think I have a lot of time for that I think it's incredible yeah yeah um, yeah it's, it's 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 been an absolute it's, it's been one of the best things about doing the show um, mm. is being like is getting exposure to artists that you only hear from like um, you know like one hit wonders or like yeah. you know the sort of the big song and then you don't really think about them or or hear anything else about them um i know obviously that's not the case in iceland like he's he's a huge artist and, mm. and very well respected but yeah it's um it has it has been a joy to listen to him a lot more and i think the sentiment is a, is a really nice thing to end on as well because that is something that's um it's very useful mm-hmm. very helpful very healthy is yeah. just to like get your thoughts out there and like have someone listen to you or not listen to you but just be there to hear you yammering on or like yeah. clearing your head and get some yeah. thoughts out there it's yeah it's a lovely thing so. alright perfect well as I say a lovely note to end on so um, do you have anything that you want to uh, plug or promote while I have you uh, I think maybe just point people towards my Instagram is uh-huh. is the main thing that I use to talk to people about myself. I, I'm hoping to come to comedy festivals in the UK okay. uh, at some point. Uh, okay. I can't, can't tell you which ones or uh, any show titles or anything, but just uh, I think my name and my face is what I want to put out there. Okay, perfect. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> All right, well, thank you very much. Thank you. Lovely. Okay. 
and that is it for episode 51 of Mixtape and Identity thank you so much for listening uh, go and check out Meta uh, all the links are in the description of the podcast so she does have a website where you can check out some of her work uh, and then uh, Twitter Instagram and if you do have the opportunity to see her live and support live comedy then please go and do that if you like this show and you want to support it, then there's a couple of different ways you can do that. If you want to do that financially, we do have a coffee link set up. Again, it's in the description of the podcast. Um, so you can throw a couple of quid for an episode that you've enjoyed. No monthly obligation, but any support would be appreciated there. If you're not in a position to do that, then please support the show in all the other ways. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram. Uh, tell people that you've enjoyed it. Tweet about it. Share it on your Instagram stories. That kind of support goes an awful long way. And please give it a a review or a rating on whatever podcast service you're listening to this on. Um, Again, all helps with the the algorithms, the growth of the podcast. Uh, And it's it's very much appreciated. So uh, thank you to anyone who's done that already. I'll be back next week for episode 52. So in the meantime, look after yourselves. And we'll speak to you then.